Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. I'm Robert A. Wilson with Cowboy Wisdom. And I just hear from time. And I want to say good evening and hello to everybody. And anyway, how is your Tuesday? It's a Tuesday. We're sneaking up on the weekend. And also, I'm waiting for the guests to call in. And, you know, here's the thing about life gets in the way. It's something I've really expanded into is how all blame and we live our life really, from memory, in the, and my guest is here, and I get all the buttons working. Hi, how are you? Hi, good, Tammy, how are you? Tammy Saltzman is my guest, and she's a continuous reinvention of the Achievement Avatar. Tammy's uh-huh. a, Tammy has complete trust in her own inner voice and an unwavering courage to persevere has enabled Tammy to dream the biggest dreams, goals, and consistently achieve success. And I want to welcome Tammy to the show because I really feel that Tammy's got some wisdom to expand people's lives. And welcome to the show, Tammy. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm so uh, happy that you invited me on the show, Rob. And um, I'd love to uh, share some of the ways that I have reinvented myself and achieved my goals with your audience today. But here's something that I've... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Here's the thing. How is your your life experiences actually going to allow people to maybe... have the wisdom to avoid some of theirs and also energize some new wisdom to have a better life, do you feel? Okay, well, my first tip for your listeners is to be true to yourself. We all have our inner desires and we all have dreams, our bucket list, if only we could. And when you have a goal, you need to write it down and tell one other person and then continue to speak your goal to other people and continue to generate the momentum that you need to achieve those goals. So I guess that's a double tip. It's one is own your truth and itemize what it is that you want in your life. The second thing is find accountability by sharing your goals with others, and you'll see the more you speak it, the more it becomes real. 
another so very... You're... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, keep going. You're, you're on a very good roll. Another very valuable lesson that I learned early on was that it is very important that you take responsibility for your own life. The more you take responsibility instead of blaming others, the more power and control you have of your own life. A lot of people, a lot of people don't reach their goals because they're too busy blaming everybody else for their reality. And it's nobody else's fault. It doesn't matter how you were brought up. It doesn't matter what kind of parents you had. It doesn't matter what kind of schooling you had. Today is day one of the rest of your life. And if you decide today to make a change and to have a a goal that you want to be achieved, you and only you can make that happen. And that is very true. But you said something in there that was, when people do that, it's accepting responsibility and not taking blame of what somebody else says the story is. How do you feel about that? Well, everybody in the world likes to play the blame game because taking responsibility for their own reality means that it's you. You're the reason your life isn't working out. It's very easy to point the finger at someone else, but when you make a pointer finger, you got three fingers pointing right back at you. And it's, you know, those you can blame all the other people. You can say, oh, my mother was too controlling and my father was an alcoholic and blah, blah, blah. And it's all their fault. But truthfully, it's up to each one of us to create the life that we want. And look at how many opportunities there are in the world. So if staying at home blaming someone else then you're not you're wasting your energy on blame, and a lot of people also waste their energy on anger. In in my law practice, I do divorce work, and couples come in and they're so angry. I try to explain to them that anger, what they're angry about, is based on what's happened in the past. It happened last week. It happened yesterday. If they could refocus that anger into motivation, into their plan B, into closing the chapter and letting go of the anger and focusing on gratitude instead, that energy will propel them to have a brand new life. It's the couples that stay stuck in the anger that never get out of bitterness and anger. You can meet them five years later after their divorce and they're still bitter and they're still angry. It's the people that take responsibility and say, okay, next, let's close that chapter. That was good for what it was good for. And I'm grateful for everything I learned from that experience. And now I'm going to have my next best plan B. Those people who take responsibility, cut their losses, move on, are the ones who have a great second marriage, a great second career, a great whatever it is. 
You know, you're talking there, and this is a question I really wanted to ask you. How does divorce, in a marriage, how is a divorce actually they keep living in memory rather than seeing the other person as a guide and a teacher for showing them their own shortcomings, do you feel? Or encumbrances is a better word. Well, you know, marriages has a lot of, you know, intricate dichotomies. And, you know, we marry our parents sometimes. We marry someone who's just like our father or just like our mother because it feels comfortable to what we're used to. Um, Sometimes we marry someone who brings out the worst in us. Quite often we're married to borderline personalities that blame their spouse for everything and they take no responsibility. Um, You know, I truly believe that each experience makes us who we are. I was married for 10 years and now I'm divorced. I'd rather focus on everything I'm grateful for than all the reasons I'm disappointed and angry. And I stay focused. I keep a list of all the things I'm grateful for right in my nightstand, and I continue to look at that list because I feel that the things that I have to be grateful for that came out of my marriage are so much better to focus on than the negative. But, you, know. <laughs> you know, there is a lot of blame in divorce. And, you know, I think people live in the past mostly because the dreams that they had when they were married, the dreams of growing old together, the dreams of vacationing on Martha's Vineyard, the dreams of being surrounded by their grandchildren, whatever it was, when you're married, you set mutual goals that you hope to achieve one day together as a family, those become broken. And instead of looking to create new dreams, they live, people tend to live in the past and feel disappointed that those past dreams are not going to come to fruition. And the question comes to me in that, Tammy, how does one one of the spouses have a dream and they expect the other one to have the same dream rather than have both dreams and kind of, I guess, melt them together and put them in a forward rather than one being selfish and my dream being my dream and that's all there is? Isn't that also a challenge for the married couple? It is a challenge for a married couple. And, you know, marriage lasts a long time, (laughs) you know, and when you think about your own life, forget your marriage. I mean, I'm 52 years old. I'm very different from when I was 22, and I'm very different from when I was 32, and I'm very different from when I was 42. I went back to law school at 34. So when I was 22, there was no possible way I could have known or would have known or should have known that... At 42, I'd be a lawyer. So our lives meander through many options, and each individual comes to many crossroads. 
and sometimes we turn right and sometimes we turn left and sometimes we make a wrong turn and we have to make a U-turn. But when you have two different people who get married, say maybe in their 30s, their goals may be very similar and they may have the same dream. And then life happens, okay? Maybe there's an accident and someone becomes disabled. Maybe they dreamt of children and there's infertility. Maybe one person decides they want to be a swinger and the other one doesn't. People's goals change through the natural progression of life. And if you're secure in yourself and you're secure with each other, you can grow together and feel comfortable in exploring all the different options life has to offer together. Or give your spouse the space to explore things that you didn't expect without you, but yet they want to explore. You know, there are times that there's a death in the family and one person finds God. You know, they become reborn or they go back to the temple or they decide they're going to do yoga and they become a Buddhist. Many different things in life happen that will either make you stronger or tear you apart. And I want to give out Tammy's website. It's www.divorceconnectionnetwork.com. Tammy, I was divorced to be over. It's been a long time now. But something I did in the last, oh, four or five years, my divorce was 100%. On my side, was 100% me. Because I really realized the communication. But more than that, the listening wasn't there. How is it that people want to respond in a marriage before they listen and allow the response to form and they do it in a quick haste because of memory, but also from their train from childhood, don't you believe? Or do you, how do you feel about that? You know, communication is a challenge in every marriage, in every friendship. And it's not always easy to communicate. Sometimes there's issues. You know, it's the way people will have a lot of effect on the way people listen. So there's a way to say, I'm not happy, and I feel lonely, and I don't feel like my needs are getting met. And then there's, you make me unhappy, you don't love me, you're not treating me right, and you're not making my meeting my needs. So one way, the first way, is a way to engage because nobody can invalidate you for your feelings. Each of us is entitled to our feelings. So when you start a communication with, I feel, I feel this and I feel that, no one can say to you, well, you're wrong. Because you're entitled to your feelings. But if you say, you make me feel this, and you, it immediately puts the other person on the defensive. And so quite often in a divorce arena, there's blame. One person usually wants the divorce. Very rarely is it mutual. And so the person wanting out is the bad guy, and the person being left is the victim. 
So the victim already feels like a victim, and now they feel like they have to be defensive, that they're worthy, that you can't take advantage of me, and they're angry and they're bitter. So I don't know what happened in your divorce, Rob. I wasn't there. But if you're the one who wanted the divorce and your wife felt like you were leaving the marriage, she's not going to be open to your communications because she's hurt, she's scared, she's feeling insecure. There's a lot that goes on with that. And even when you're the one asking the spouse to leave, you may have remorse and say, Maybe we should go to counseling. Maybe we shouldn't get divorced. And it could be too late. So, you know, there's no right or wrong. Key is finding an empathetic and compassionate attorney who will help you deal with the business of getting divorced and not, and help you deal with your emotional issues in the proper form. A lot of times these lawyers exasperate things and unnecessarily and prey on the emotion and it becomes a battle instead of a business transaction. And let's face it, Divorce is a business transaction. You're splitting the assets, you're creating a parenting plan, you're getting divorced. It's like splitting up a partnership in business. But when you're married, there's emotion that gets added in. And isn't the emotion a lot of the driving and also enticing the anger because it's wanting to strike out because of many yes. different things, but it's an internal it really is an internal fail, uh, not a failure, but an internal app, uh, unknown that you don't know what to do. You'd like to do this, but you'd look weak if you did it. Yes. And for a lot of spouses, there's fear, a lot of fear, a lot of fear of being going it alone, a lot of financial fear, a lot of, a, a lot of fear just of being alone in a house without a male. You know, women to being protected. Some men feel fear of being alone, of not having someone to cook or clean for them, or, you know, going out into the dating world and starting all over again and and how scary that is. So there's a lot of emotions that, and it's not just about divorce. These emotions are true in starting any new venture. So when you talk about achievements, when you talk about reinventing yourself, you know, when I started off in my career, I was a sales girl. I worked in the garment center. I worked my way up the ladder. I got a name for myself. Then I decided I want to go to law school. And when I decided I wanted to go to law school, I first had to get my four-year degree. So it took me 11 years to finally reach that goal. And over those 11 years, lots of obstacles come in your way, lots of bad grades, lots of sicknesses, lots of trips that you want to go on that you can't go on. You have to be committed, and a lot of times you have to be focused on your goal. What is your goal, your ultimate goal? So along the way, 
fear will come up. Along the way, obstacles will come up. It's those people that are really focused on the end result that will take it day by day and learn to breathe and get to the end goal. So whether it's a divorce that's your goal or whether it's a new career that's your goal or whatever it may be, opportunity is always there to reinvent yourself. And if you can't think of ways of reinventing yourself, brainstorm with other people or meditate and listen to the inner child in you. You know, what made me go to law school was I remembered being a little girl and playing house with my girlfriend. And, you know, girls typically want to be the mommy, right? They want to be a mommy and they're going to be a teacher or they're going to be a nurse. And that was back in the day, you know, 50 years ago. I always wanted to be the daddy, and I always wanted to be a lawyer. And so when I got in touch with that dream that I had as a little girl, it made it real for me. And I said, you know what? I'm going to try to get my college degree, and then I'm going to take my LSAT. And after I take my LSAT, I'm going to apply to law school. And you know what? I'm going to trust the universe that if I'm supposed to be a lawyer, eventually one day I will. And I started on this little goal, you know, and it worked out. It may not have worked out. Maybe I would have done something different. But the key is to not let the failure or the obstacle stop you from continuing to achieve. I will quote my grandfather, my Papa Joe, who I loved. He was my first mentor in life. And he told me, Tammy, sometimes in life you need to take one step back before you can go two steps forward. And that's the game. I just recently saw on Facebook a post that said one step back, two steps forward. That's not that's not a setback. That's the cha-cha. You know, so if you look at life like that, okay, sometimes we take one step back. Many years ago, Rob, and I don't know if you know this about me, I owned one of the largest title companies in Boca Raton. We were doing 125 closings a month consistently for about three years. We had 36 employees, and the market imploded. From one day we were doing 125 closings, and the next day we were doing five. And I had to lay a lot of people off. Lehman went under, you know, the financial world was falling apart around us. And I had to reinvent myself, even as a lawyer. One step backward, two steps forward. Reinvent, figure out other ways. You know, look how far we've already come. Look how many obstacles we've already overcome. So... There's always tomorrow, right? There's always a new chance, a new day, a new person you're going to meet who will open up a door that you can step through. And, and Tammy, you know what no means, don't you? You know? I'm sorry? You know what no means, you know, no, no means? That just means no. there's a new opportunity. Yes. I, I agree. When a door shuts, it means... 
You're not supposed to go that way. Now there's a new opportunity for you. And so that's the power of reinvention. And the people who are avatars, achievement avatars, and achieve success, they keep going. Look at Donald Trump. Perfect example. God bless him. The guy went bankrupt and came back again. He has a great team. Successful people know two things. They know three things. Successful people know what their strengths are. They know what their weaknesses are. And they know how to build a team to to manifest their weaknesses. So a person can be good at people but not good at numbers. You want to be successful, you need to be good at both. So you do the people in and you recruit the people who do the number in. That is what the, that is what successful people all have in common. They know their strengths, they know their weaknesses, and they know how to build a good team so that their weaknesses are covered by their team. And isn't that what it really is? It's to find people that are good at what you are you lack the ability of because you what they what you lack they have and what they lack you have. Isn't that the way wealth is built in the world? That's correct. Are you afraid of that it, today? That is how wealth is built. If you think that Donald Trump could be Donald Trump by himself, just he himself and I, never gonna happen. You don't build you don't build dreams alone. It takes a village, a team. It takes a board of directors. And if you're a sole practitioner and you don't have a board of directors, you need to join a mastermind group or create your own accountability group. Find five other business people in your community that are that own their own business, that don't have partners and boards of directors, and meet once a week or once every other week or once a month to brainstorm and create your own mastermind group to help you set goals, be accountable, and have people who can help brainstorm you to the next level. I've had a mastermind group that I run every single Tuesday morning since 2009. It's a group of anywhere from six to ten businesswomen, some lawyers, some not lawyers, that all gather to talk about my goal for this week is this. My goal for the month is this. My goal for the quarter is this. This is what I need help with. I'm redesigning my website. Here are my logo choices. There's eight here. Which ones do you like best? And why do you like them? I have a speaking engagement next week. Which dress do I wear? What suit should I wear? What do you think of my speech? And we all help each other. And it's a fabulous, fabulous support group for women like me who I don't have a boss, I don't have a partner, I don't have a husband. So I need some type of support around me, and I decided I'm going to create a mastermind group. Call ourselves Gorilla Goal Getters. And I'm also on another website of Tammy's called TammySaltzman.com. It's www.TammySaltzman.com. And there's a word on here I want you to really expound on, Rainmakerologist. Tell people what that is. Okay, well, a rainmaker is someone 
who makes it rain. And uh, rainmakerology was a word that I coined that means the art of developing successful business relationships. Okay, so rainmakerology is the art of developing successful business relationships. And as a rainmakerologist, I teach people how to make it rain how to build their book of business, how to network people, how to give and give and give until you start getting. And also, there's some, one other thing under speaking topics on the same website. And yes. Team presentation. How was what you just said and all the wisdom you have, how would having classes like this for teams actually expand their lives so they can see their current situation has nothing to do with their dreams. It's just expanding into the dream. Well, I speak with teens and college students quite a bit in my speaking practice. When I'm not practicing law, I try to be motivational to young adults. And young adults need to learn basic lessons of life. And we've already talked about a few of them. So the first lesson that I can teach a teen is to own their truth, follow their dream, not their parents' dream. So many times parents say, you should go to law school, you should be a doctor, you should be a dentist. I'm a dentist, you should be a dentist. And they send their kids off to be a dentist, and the kids never really wanted to be a dentist, but they wanted to please their parents. Or perhaps their parents were so overbearing that they never got to dream their own dreams. How many musicians do you know where the parents said, you'll never earn a living being a musician. you got to do something else. Teenager, I try to teach teens that they need to be authentic. The only way to spend the rest of your life working is to love what you do every day. Then it's not a job, it's a pleasure. So that's the most important lesson, and that's my first tip. My second tip, integrity, telling the truth, owning your word, doing what you say you're going to do, be reliable. Okay, that's the second lesson of life. The third lesson, take responsibility for your actions. If you make a mistake, own it, learn from it, take responsibility, do not blame others. Okay, that's just three of my lessons for teens, all very valuable lessons. I'll leave it with, here's my fourth lesson. Find a mentor, a good mentor. Speak regularly to your mentor. Find many mentors. Keep communications open. You never know what professor is going to write you a letter of recommendation. You never know when you're going to need to go back to your art teacher in high school and say, I want to be a graphic designer, I need a letter of recommendation. So these are some of the lessons that I teach teens and that I teach freshmen in college. And they're the same lessons that all of us need to learn, you know, um, in the professional world. And it is the world of mentorship that equals the money cash flow. Would you feel? Mentorship is my passion. I am a mentor to many, many 
attorneys, law students, young adults. Mentoring is the greatest joy. And when I speak, I'm very passionate about my speaking. And um, just this past week, I spoke for the Paralegal Association of, of South Palm Beach County. And one of the paralegals that was in the room, when she heard my story, and she heard that I went back to law school at 34 years old, she decided to take the December LSAT. And she wrote me this beautiful letter about how I motivated her as a single mom to follow her dream. So even tonight, if I could just reach one person, if I can just motivate one person to follow their dream, to go for it, you only live once. This is not a dress. There's no dress rehearsal, okay? You don't get a second round at life. This is it. Now, you may believe in reincarnation, but that's another life. You don't get to come back and do this life again. You sure don't. Now, Tammy, we're out of time, and I want to give out uh, Tammy's websites, and then we'll close out the show. One is www.tbflaw.com. The other one is www.choicemediations.com, www.tammysoltzman.com, and the www.divorceconnectionnetwork.com. And also something else I want to point out. If you listen to Tammy tonight, she speaks clearly, and it's from the soul and the heart. But if you go on tammysoltzman.com, you're going to see her picture. There's something you always want to look at at pictures. The smile is authentic and the eyes are clear because you can always pick out a phony smile and the eyes are kind of not clear. But when you look at Tammy's picture, you're going to see clear and a smile that's real. I want to thank you, Tammy, and tell, give the people some wisdom and I'll close out the show. Well, anyone who wants to reach out to me, Rob, please have them email me at any, on any of my websites under the contact me. I'm here. I'm available, and God bless. I hope everyone achieves their dreams. And also me too, also from me too. And I want to thank you, Tammy, and all the listeners, and we will be here next Tuesday night with uh, Catherine Marks, and thank you, Tammy, very much, and all the listeners. You're very welcome. Bye, Rob. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.